Hello, this is Tawanda Chiwenda here. Welcome to this episode of the Becoming a Willing Student podcast. I'm really excited doing this show today. And today I want to talk about how to get unstuck at work and in your life. How to get unstuck at work and in your life. I read this uh, study uh, a while back uh, that said the most unhappy workers are middle managers. The most unhappy workers are middle managers. And the authors of this study, they concluded that, and, and they said, you know, uh, it seems as if these middle managers are dealing with the phenomenon that they call, you know, being stuck in the middle, right? They're feeling like you're just stuck in the middle of everything that's happening at, at work in your organization or in your business, and you don't know what to do. You feel overwhelmed. You don't feel like people are supporting you. You don't feel like your organization cares about you. You don't feel like, you know, you have purpose in your life. You don't feel like your life has meaning or significance, and you don't feel valued enough in, 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 your, in your organization so you, or in your industry. So you're just feeling like you're stuck in the middle with, you know, you're doing everything, and you don't feel like you have enough people around you supporting you or a team supporting you to do, to do that work. So they said, uh, they concluded uh, in the study that the most unhappy workers are middle managers. And if you're a middle manager, I don't know if this is true for you and what you're going through in life, but it's definitely true for uh, most of the, the young leaders that I work with, you know, uh, who feel like, you know, they have, they, they're stuck in this, in this space where they're just overwhelmed, you know, and, 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 you know, you just feel like you don't know how to move forward. You know, you don't know how to move forward with your life. You don't know how to move forward with, 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 with your goals. And you're stuck in the space where you're overwhelmed. You feel underappreciated uh, in, the, in the role that you have or the, the job that uh, you have. And for me, when I look back at my own experience, my own personal life, suddenly that, that was true, you know, because I, 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 I do remember, you know, in my journey as a young leader, actually being in a place in my life where I felt like I was stuck in the middle. I was stuck in the middle of everything that was going on uh, in my life. And, and, and just felt like, you know, not just at work, but everything in my, in my whole life that I was in this space where, you know, I just felt like I didn't have enough people around me to support me in, in what I was trying to do, the work that I was trying to accomplish. And just, you know, really feeling overwhelmed and, and honestly feeling underappreciated. And so it's a phenomenon that uh, a lot of these, uh, these authors of this study, you know, uh, identified in, in many middle managers, you know, that they're feeling stuck in the middle of everything. And so when that happens, you know, it can be very, it can be really hard to figure out how do you move forward? How do you move forward with your life, you know, in that, in that space, in that environment? And I've certainly seen this in, in some of the, the young leaders that I work with where, you know, you see them just really stuck, you know, they're really stuck in a, in a business environment where things seem not to be moving or just stuck in an organization where, you know, you don't really know how, how to move forward. And usually what we do is, you know, you can change jobs, you can, you can switch, you can move around, you know, because in that moment, you know, uh, you, you know, you're looking to be happy, you're not happy with your life. So, you know, we start looking to other things to make us happy, you know. Uh, we, can, we even start looking to relationships to make us happy because I'm not happy with my job. I'm not happy with my career. So I might as well get into a relationship with the hope that that relationship is, is going to make me happy. And, you know, I don't have any, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm not here to judge anybody, but I, I, I think it's, 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 it's a phenomenon that happens. You know, I don't know if that has happened in your life, but I certainly see it in some of the folks that I work with that, you know, we end up going into these different places because we feel we're stuck here. 
and, and, and rightfully so, because you know we have legitimate needs and, and, and needs that we need fulfilled in our own lives. It reminds me actually when I as, as I say this of uh, the the hierarchy of needs, you know, uh, the Abra by Abraham Maslow that he you know uh, 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 talked about in his 1943 paper, um, a, a theory of motivation. You know, when he was talking about you know healthy human beings have about five categories of needs, you know, uh, that can be organized in a hierarchy. And uh, those needs, starting from the bottom, you have physiological needs, and then you have safety needs, you have love and belonging needs, and then you have esteem needs, and then you have, uh, you have self-actualization, right, as, as, as you know, uh, 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 the next level. So we have that hierarchy. And, and to be honest, it's, it's relevant because even when I look at my life, I, I see the relevance of that in some way where, you know, even some of the young leaders that I've worked with, I was actually remember uh, talking, having a conversation with one young leader a while back. And she actually told me that, you know, she thought going to, you know, leaving her job, you know, she had a job uh, and she actually thought that leaving her job and then going to pursue a master's was going to make her happy. And then she actually realized that that wasn't making her happy. Yeah, she was like, I, 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 it's not making me happy. I actually thought pursuing, leaving and pursuing a master's was gonna make me happy. Uh, and then that's what we end up doing sometimes, which is, you know, you're stuck in this place. And if we are not thoughtful enough, you know, to, to be really, you know, it doesn't mean you don't pursue that master's. It just means that you, you, you do it for the right reasons. You know why you're doing it, right? Because happiness is really an inside job. So it's a whole different, you know, aspect. And, and, and dealing with that unhappiness is a whole different ballgame. You know, it's, it just, it's not just switching jobs, right? Because I actually know people that have switched those jobs and then come back and say, hey, I'm not happy with where I am with, with this, this job, because you just move from one place where you feel stuck in the middle and you go into another place where you feel stuck in the middle and you just you just change the environment. No, no, you just change the the, 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 the position itself, but the environment and what's going on and, and, and how it feels hasn't necessarily changed, right? Because to really change that, it, it has to go deeper, right? So what happens is, you know, a lot of the middle managers, I suspect, they end up getting stuck in, 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 in I think if you look at the muscle hierarchy of needs, where you have physiological, safety, uh, um, love and belongingness, and, and then you have esteem needs, and then you have self-actualization. Then in the middle part, you have, you know, I was thinking about this when I was reading this study, and I was like, at the middle, you have love and belonging needs. So if you feel like you're a middle manager, you're stuck in the middle. And I see that because if you look back into your own life and at least uh, my own life, you know, as, as, as I started working and pursuing my, my profession and, 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 and getting into, into leadership positions at work, you know, it wasn't that hard, you know, to quickly have some of those physiological needs, safety needs met. Like that, that, that quickly happened. And, 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 and I'm not saying for everybody, but for most people that I work with, at least a lot of the audience that I work with, you can see that the physiological and, 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 and the safety needs, those have, you know, been met. Like they, they have a job, you know, that's comfortable for them. They can comfortably pay their bills. You know, they have a roof over their, their head uh, and, and, you know, they can, they have their food, you know, they have all those basic ones really covered. And I find the place that a lot of people get stuck is that love and belonging needs, right? And I'm not necessarily talking about romantic love in this context, although it could be an aspect of that, because what I've seen, and I don't know if a lot of 
hard data on this. But what I've seen, what I'm talking about specifically is this idea of doing work that you actually love. That's the love that I'm talking about here. I'm not necessarily talking about romantic love. I'm talking about doing work that you love, that you're passionate about, that you're really excited about, that you're enthusiastic about. And so we get stuck in a place where we can't fulfill that need. And it seems as if if that need is not fulfilled, then you're not able to go to the next level, you know, according to, to this hierarchy of needs, right? So what do you do? What do you do, right? And I find that sometimes that what that's what ends up happening because we can't find work that we love. We can't find, you know, the profession that we truly love. We feel like our career is not advancing enough. So we think, okay, if I can find work that I love, so maybe I need to find a relationship. I need to replace work with a relationship. And what I'm really here to say is, not really, not really. You cannot replace work with the relationship. I mean, because in that moment, what you're doing is you are, you are getting into that relationship for the wrong reasons. And I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not trying to tell you how to do, how to do your relationships here. That's, that's how do you decide how to do them and how to approach them, right? But what I'm really talking about is this idea that you they still value in finding work that's meaningful for you. I truly believe that because there's a reason why even when God created the, the heavens and the earth, the first thing that he did and he created a garden after he created man, before he even created man, he created a garden and then he put the man that he created in the garden to work in the garden, right? If you actually go and read the Bible, it says he created that so that he could till that land and keep it. Like it says uh, to dress it and keep it, right? That was work. There was meaning in that work. There was purpose in that work. So I don't necessarily think you have to replace uh, 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 that love for work and, and, and finding work that's meaningful for you, finding a vocation that's meaningful for you, finding a profession that's meaningful for you. I don't necessarily think, and you could disagree with me here, and that's fine. I'm okay with that. You know, I welcome that. To be honest, I really do. You can find, I don't really can necessarily just replace that with, with, with a relationship, right? You gotta still be able to find work that's meaningful for you. You gotta still be able to find a profession, a vocation, everybody, I feel everybody needs that. Everybody needs that, uh, whether you're in a relationship or not, right? But what I'm saying is, you know, you have a lot of folks that get stuck in that middle and they don't know what to do, right? So what do you do if you're a middle manager at work? If you're a young manager at work, you're a young leader at work and you feel stuck in the middle, you feel like you're just stuck in the middle, you know, uh, and you don't know how to move forward, right? And, and your career is not growing, it's not advancing as you, as you wanted it to be. What do you do with that, right? And it's hard, right? Because if you're a Christian like me, it can be a little bit tricky, right? Because then you are not happy with work. You're not happy with your work. You're not happy with, with, with your environment. You're not happy with what you're doing. Then it gets tricky because if you go and read the Bible, it talks about whatever you do, whatever you do, do it with all your heart as if you're doing it unto the Lord, not to man, right? You're doing it unto the Lord, not for man. And then you see that and you're like, wait a minute. I'm not happy here. So what do I do, right? I'm not, I'm not happy with what I'm doing here, but what do I do, right? And I think when I, when I read that scripture, it doesn't necessarily mean that you, you, don't, you don't have a voice, right? It doesn't mean you don't have a voice and it doesn't mean that you can't speak that voice and you can't use that voice. It doesn't mean you don't deserve to be happy and it doesn't mean you don't deserve to do what you need to do to find your happiness. And, and because you deserve to do work that's, that's meaningful for you. You deserve to do work that's, that's, uh, that makes you happy. You deserve that. And I truly believe that uh, 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 God wants you to be happy. And I truly believe that when God created 
you know, that garden and you put, you know, uh, Adam into the, in, the, in that garden to do that work and dress it and keep it. I'm sure he was happy doing that. I'm sure he knew when he designed that that was work that he was going to love, right? Uh, and so I really believe that you also deserve to be doing work that's you, that you truly love, right? And so, you know, just because you're doing it unto the Lord, it doesn't necessarily mean you don't do, you don't need to do the personal work that you need to do to be able to really dig deep and really find out, okay, you know, if I'm not feeling happy with this, what else do I need to do, right? What else do I need to do, right? And, and that's where even you, because you've got to be ethical as you do this, this, right? That's where you start to have conversations with, with your supervisor, with your colleagues, with people that you work with to say, hey, I'm not really feeling great about this environment. What, what, how can we make it better? I want to, I want to, I feel like I want to do this. That's why you need to know what you want to do. So that as you go into conversations with your supervisor to have this conversation about work that you are not happy about, at least you know what you're saying. You don't want to go there and not have anything to say and be like, I don't know, because they are not dictating. They're not going to decide for you. I mean, you don't want to delegate your happiness into their hands. You don't want, because professional development is all about you. You gotta be able to really figure this for yourself, right? Actually, there's studies that have been done that actually shows that a lot of organizations are actually not that good with helping their employees to be able to advance in their careers, to be able to actually, you know, find, you know, explore new roles and, 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 and opportunities that they need to do. There's actually research that shows a lot of organizations are not really good at doing this. So this is not something you wanna delegate to just somebody you want to be able to figure this for yourself you need to be your own manager for your own career right that's how you become success successful that's how you can you can become happy right so what do you do how do you move forward right how do you move forward right uh to to be able to make sure that you are doing work like me you know you're doing work unto the lord but at the same time you're happy with what you're doing right it doesn't mean it's going to be perfect but how do you do it in a way that you're progressing remember what we're talking about here is you can feel like you're progressing through that hierarchy if that hierarchy is important for you, right? If that's what's important for you, how do you feel like you're progressing through that hierarchy or you're advancing so that you're not stuck in the middle? And so what I want to say to you is how you move forward is really starts with you, right? It starts with you really doing that personal work. And when I say that doing that personal work, I'm not just talking about just reading a book. I'm not just talking about, you know, just reading a book about how to be happy <laughs> at work. That's not what I'm talking about. You really have to start asking yourself questions. And this is the hard part because many of us have never really taken the time to ask the questions, the right questions, questions that are very intentional, questions that are really authentic for you, questions that are really deliberate for you, right? Really personal questions that starts to reveal to you what is your truth, right? You need to start revealing that truth for you because what ends up happening if you're feeling unstuck, it's because in most cases, there's a misalignment with your calling. And I, I, I was able to figure this in my own life. Because if you feel like what you are doing in life is aligned to a higher calling for you, it doesn't matter what type of work it is, it's gonna make you happy. I've seen people do work that you would normally think in, in most circles that it's work that may, might not make anybody happy but see them be more joyful, more excited, enthusiastic, and passionate than people that are actually doing, doing work that you think everybody wants. Like, you know, you know, like I'm sure you've come across that. People who are doing work that you would not consider like 
higher level in some instances, right? Actually much more happy than folks who you might think are in, in, in a higher level position, right? Why? Because to me, it's because that work, it has a deeper meaning for them, has a deeper meaning for them. And so what does it start? It starts with you finding what is your calling. And I know this sounds like a cliche, but you'd be surprised how many people don't even take time. What is your calling? Like, what is, what are you being called to do? Like, what are you being called to do with, for your life? And if you find this word calling, it's, it, 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 it speaks to vocation, right? It speaks to profession. It, it, it speaks to uh, something greater beyond just a job. It speaks to something greater beyond just a career, right? It, it speaks to meaning. It speaks to significance. It speaks to purpose. What are you being called to? What is your heart calling you to, right? Like, what, what do you feel deep inside that you're being called to do? And do you feel you're aligned with that calling? Do you really feel that you are aligned with that calling? Because if you don't feel that you're aligned with that calling, then that's where maybe you start feeling you're, you're getting stuck. Why? Because I want you to avoid a situation where you just switch jobs because you're not happy. Because that will not actually make you happy in most cases. Because as I said in the beginning, I've seen people actually switch jobs and then come back and say, hey, I'm not happy or just quit jobs and say, maybe I need to go do a master's and then go do a master's and realize they're not happy doing the master's because we think it's all about just doing, 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 doing. We're not human doings. I think you've heard that before. We're human beings. So you need to be a human being who's being in the sense that you're grounded in who you are and your calling and where you're going in life. And when you find that calling, you may find that what you thought was getting stuck, you may actually feel that by just finding that truth, you're unstuck because you can start connecting where you are with where you want to be and start actually realizing that your job actually is connected to your purpose in some way that you can actually start finding meaning in who you are in, in, in your job you have right now. And what, 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 what the amazing thing that happens is if that's your case, you can actually realize your energy changes immediately. And when that energy changes immediately, it can start even affecting everybody around you. They're like, suddenly, this guy is this, this, so happy. What happened? What changed? Like the role hasn't changed. The, the money hasn't changed. You're still the same office. It's the same position, the same stuff that you've been doing for the last two years. But your perception of it has changed because how you see yourself has changed. Why? Because finally you have a vantage point of where you are seeing this stuff from, where you're seeing these things from. And that vantage point is your calling, right? And I've seen it in my own life where I've been able to do things where people say, why, why, how could you be doing all this? Because I see how it's connected to my calling and who I am and where I'm going in life that I don't care what's happening around me. Inside me, I'm getting a yes, a deep yes in the God that said, yeah, this is it, this is it. And so I just follow that, I follow that. And that's what you wanna be able to do if you wanna get unstuck at work and in your life. And you see it all the time with people, right? You just move around and you realize that moving around in your jobs hasn't actually made you happy, right? So you need to just to, to, to start speak to, to find what is your calling, find your truth, right? And when I say find your truth, I'm really talking about find your calling, find that calling and, 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 and ask yourself, is how you're living right now aligned with that calling? And an even deeper question, and I don't mean to insult you here, is are you living a life that's worthy of that calling that you think you've been called to? right? That will start to make you see that just maybe your calling and who you want to be 
if that's gonna be what you're going to become, that maybe there's a deeper level and there's a way you have to change how you're working, right? You have to change how you approach your work. You have to change how you approach your position. You have to change how you're doing it because it's, it's and you are worthy. You are worthy of happiness. You're worthy of, of that calling. You're worthy to be successful. You're worthy to enjoy all the things that you want to enjoy. But it also means that if you want those things, there's a certain way that you have to, to, to approach that. And, and in that, it might mean, you know what, maybe you need to start waking up really early in the morning at five and really making a commitment that before you start your day job, maybe you've given yourself 90 minutes to two, to, to two hours of maybe doing something about that call. That, that might be what it means. So that when you feel like you've done your 90 minutes for that day before you start your day job, and by the time you get to your day job, you're so energized and so excited because you have taken the time to take care of what you needed to take care of, right? And that's what happens in most cases because we feel disintegrated because we just feel not connected to anything deeper. So find out what is your calling, right? Like, like you know, simple questions that sound simple, like who are you? What is your calling? Like, you know, what 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 do you want with your life? And you know, what do you want your life to be about? Like, and how are you gonna get? To that like how are you going to get to that like what 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 is it going to take for you to get there because if you're feeling stuck in an environment the question then is why why do i feel stuck what else do i want to do where else do i do i want to go with my life right it's those questions that start to allow you to create space where you get unstuck and once you start feeling that once you start sensing your truth once you start you know understanding what your truth is then the next level is to then be able to start speaking that truth, right? Once you find what that truth is for you, the next level is to then start speaking that truth. You start speaking that truth to your clients, to your customers, to your colleagues, to your, to, to, to your, to your supervisors. It, it might mean if you are in a, a business owner, you're feeling stuck in the middle. It might mean actually, I'm no longer gonna work with these clients anymore because they're not the clients I wanna reach for me to be able to get to where I wanna to go to. Like, I, I, I know I can help them, but they are not the right clients for what I do, right? Because just because you're a business owner doesn't mean you get every client out there, right? You need to get the clients that are really connected to who you are and, and, and what, what, what you, you stand for, right? And, and I remember even speaking to somebody a while back who was really running this business and they felt like, you know, they were not making as much money as they wanted to make. And what I started realizing is they were charging about $90 an hour uh, to do the service for their clients because they're more like a culture consultant. And so they're spending $90, they're, they're, being char they're charging $90 an hour. And the funny thing was I started asking more questions is, this person was traveling about 45 minutes to go meet with a client that's paying you $90 the hour. So you go 45 minutes to, and then 45 minutes from, right? And then be paid $90. You've used fuel to go to and come back. And now, no wonder why they couldn't pay their bills. No wonder why the, 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 that person was struggling to pay bills. I'm like, there's no way you're going to make it, right? I know you do have a heart to want to help people. You have a desire to help people, but that doesn't mean you don't need to take care of you, right? So she was still stuck in that middle where she was so overwhelmed. She didn't have a problem getting clients. She was just getting the wrong ones. You see what I mean? You could, you could not have, she was just getting the wrong clients for what she wanted, right? Instead of having 10 clients, I mean, she, she maybe, maybe we had 20 clients, but those 20 clients are not paying enough money for her to be able to do what she needs to do. And if you flip it, if you actually do the work and realize where you really want to go 
and who you really want to be in your business or in your career and your profession, you could say, okay, for instead of me getting these 20 clients, maybe I'm just going to get five. And you get the five that pay you the money that you deserve and you enjoy working with, you realize they will meet all your needs without you actually having to struggle that much to do what you need to do, right? So that's what it takes when you get unstuck. You start speaking your truth once you know what your truth is. And for you to find your truth, you may even need to, to get, and for me, I remember being in that dark place where I was trying to figure out what, where I go next, that having conversations with coaches and mentors was helpful for me to be able to really say, okay, this is what I'm finding as I'm asking these questions. I just want to have somebody who can sort of give me feedback and help me, you know, you know, this like somebody who could be a sounding board for you, like helping you uh, be able to see things differently, right? And so that was helpful because I was able to get perspective and realize that, hey, I, I need to look at this differently, right? Because what I don't want you to do is I don't want you to substitute finding your calling by just you know getting other things that just go on top of that to just to just hide the 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 unhappiness that you're going through open it up open it up deal with it look at it confront it deal with it honestly right and, and confidently and with with empathy and compassion for yourself understanding that you're working progress right you're not going to figure it out all at once but at least for the first time maybe what you need to do is start putting yourself in a in a path in a lane where you're actually headed towards who you really want to become and you realize life becomes really interesting and fun right so once you find what that truth is for you speak it out start speaking it out speaking it to the right people right speak it to the right people the right people you need to have the right conversations with it could be your clients it could be your business partners it could be your colleagues it could be your supervisor people that you know need to know this stuff people that you know need to to to, to understand what you're dealing with and, and how you need to move forward with with your goals right and like Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free, right? Why? Because once you know the truth, that process and you start speaking that truth, that's how you become free, right? Because once you know the truth, that truth automatically forces you uh, to go to the next level, which is yeah, just start living it, right? Start living that truth. But like I said, it's how you also speak that truth, right? It's also how you speak that truth. And my advice and my encouragement is that once you find that truth and you feel free because now you know the truth for you, speak it with love, right? Speak it with love. There's no need to speak it with anger or with arrogance, you know, and or, no, or pride with pride, uh, you know, too much ego. No, just speak it with love. Like that's just, this is me. This is who I am. This is where I'm going with my life. And uh, just have a conversation that's, that's, that's rooted in love. And, and in that truth, and you realize that things get easy for you and, and life gets easy and simple moving forward. So that's to me what I've learned in my life, to be honest with you, uh, about what it takes, you know, uh, to, to get unstuck at work uh, or in life when you're stuck in things where you're not happy and you don't know how to move forward, right? And, and like I said, you know, if you're Christians like me, you know, the struggle becomes, okay, fine, the Bible says, you know, you know do it with all your heart as unto the Lord. And that's 100% correct. That's 100% correct. You have to do it unto the Lord, not to please man, but to please God. But it doesn't mean you don't need to do the personal work that you need to do to find your truth. And once you find it, start speaking it. And as you speak it, speak it with love because God wants you to be happy. He wants you to have the vocation, the profession, the career that makes you happy. And he knows your life has significance, as purpose. And there's no reason why you should go through life just you know miserable when you can just take a pause and start doing the work that you need to do to make sure that you create uh, the work, you do work that actually makes you happy and fuse you with joy and really live the life that you really want to live 
that's full of happiness, meaning, and significance. So thank you so much uh, for tuning in to the Becoming a Willing Student podcast. I wish you all the best. I wish you a great week. Uh, I will talk to you soon. And uh, bye for now.